Today's episode is brought to you by the Highlands Performance Golf Center, North Dallas's premier golf practice facility with over 65 grass tees, two practice putting surfaces, a short game area, and an 18-hole mini golf course. With covered and heated tees, it's the best place to practice your game year-round. The Highlands Performance Golf Center is located in Carrollton on Trinity Mills in between Marsh and Midway. Give them a call at 972-733-4111 or check them out on the web at highlandspgc.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome into another edition of From the Rough, America's favorite golf podcast, live from Tailgaters in Plano, as we are each and every Wednesday, sucking down 65-cent wings, 275 domestic bottles, and all of the $5 Tito's your stomach can handle. You can suck down wings? Oh, easy, yeah. That sounds gross. You're hanging out with the wrong people if you're not sucking down wings. All right. That's that's the way way we do things around here. Did you forget our names this week? I am joined this week. Oh, there it goes. By the Brett Druitt and Joshua Creel of the show. Two people no one's ever heard of? Is that where, is oh, that where we're going? last at the Mexico Championship. Well, so. you, they, there you Those have guys it. are tour players? Yeah, Apparently. There you, there you have it. They're better than you. They made the cut, but they I, finished last. I played in the Mexican Open three times, and I made the cut all three times, believe it or not. Was it just Mexicans that were playing when you played there? That's a little racist, but... No. No, it's not. Sergio, Chi-Chi. Sergio's not Mexican. Yeah, he is. They're all the same. Well, I guess this is the end of the, the sponsorships that we have. I am show. your host, IndyCar Tim, and we have a great show for everybody once we get past the beginning of it each and every week. That Always Johnny, rough. Johnny That's tries right. to derail um, habitually. Uh, we've got some Mexico championship, and apparently breaking news is not just Mexicans playing in the Mexico championship. Uh, I don't know if that was news to everyone else or just me. Well, but uh, Cicada is not going to be a sponsor. I promise. <laughs> what about Seoul Pacifico? I love Corona. Soul. I love Seoul. I do too. I don't, I don't like think Pacifico. very many golfers would like. We drank a lot of Seoul in our life, didn't we? There, Jeb. Oh Lord, glad I missed that. Uh, we'll go over some PGA Tour news as a notable golfer has uh, applied for a waiver to compete in the Saudi-backed golf event coming up. And the Wells Fargo Championship Preview, the big event coming up at TPC Potomac in Washington, D.C. But it would not be a From the Rough golf podcast if we didn't preview the or uh, recap the tournament that just happened that I'm sure everybody watched religiously all weekend. Uh, as John Rahm, the number two in the world, pulled out of a four-way tie with a 12-foot birdie putt on the 14th hole and then held on with pars. For a 269 and a one-shot victory on Sunday in the Mexico Championship. Thoughts about John Rom coming back? Is he back? Did he leave? Well, there hadn't been very many players in the top ten of the world play real well in the early part of the of the no of the season. Right? We we saw that with who the favorites were going into the Masters a couple of weeks ago. Is he back? I, I don't know. Maybe he didn't go anywhere. Maybe this wasn't a, a part of the season he prioritized and he started to play a little more. And You know, these kind of events that were at, at new golf courses, the cream tends to rise towards the top. Yeah, they, especially they, they favor the better players versus the guys who can get comfortable on a particular golf course. Right? These guys have, aren't familiar with this course. So it doesn't surprise me that, that one of the top ranked players in the world won. I didn't have him on my card, but you, if you look at it, if you look at a, a situation to where like John Rahm, the number – the, the highest ranked player in the field and no one's really played that golf course. Cause obviously it's a new event. Um, <clears throat> you know, it's going to lend for him to say, Hey, listen, the best players 
potentially has an opportunity to jump because there's no really course knowledge for anybody that can take some angles and things like that. But I didn't have him on my card last week, but you look at a guy like John Rahm to, to play in this event kind of threw me off a little bit. Why would he play? Maybe he just needed to play to get his confidence going and to ramp up the season that he's really going to come up. And it, it worked for him, right? Sure. So, uh, you, you know, winning breeds winning. So his confidence winning this <clears throat> golf tournament could, could potentially propel him to continue a strong year when by outside looking in the last couple months, the people think that he's had a kind of soft year, but he, he really hasn't. I mean, listen, you can't, you can't shoot 65 every, every day. Right. You know? So listen, he, I think he put his schedule in and said, Hey, listen, does he definitively look at it as a, a weaker field or does he look at it as Hey man, listen, I just need to get some reps and maybe I can cherry pick a little bit. And if I win the golf tournament, I really play well. It's going to propel me and Greg and, and have some confidence going forward. Well, and he was really excited about the win. I mean, this wasn't something that didn't that got lost in him. If if you watched the final hole when he parted eighteen, dude, he brought the fist pump and the all the emotion. I mean, he was he was into it, which yeah. that would bode bode well, you know, for his confidence, like you said. I mean, he hasn't won in almost a year. He's finished a lot, you know. I mean, Yo, he hasn't won since the U.S. Open last yeah, year. U.S. Open, like so. You know, there's no substitute for winning, right? You can finish second, you can finish third, you can finish in the top ten. But these guys are these top ranked players in the world. They don't give a shit about that. They, yeah. It's not about the money. They want to win. They want to win, right? You know, and winning, winning breeds winning. Yeah, right. And you know, Johnny, you mentioned, you know, why, why is he playing this event? We're, we're what three, maybe four years now from the PGA uh, Championship moving from August up to May. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if everybody has yet sorted out their schedule. And we've had tournaments come in and tournaments leave. And people, the, the players are still trying to figure out how best to prep for the events that they prioritize, right? The majors. Yeah. And what does the schedule look like? And what do the golf courses look like? And how do you prepare for peaking, you know, here in two weeks at the PGA Championship? And then, you know, later in the summer, less. I think variety in the schedule, it's more consistent. How do you prep for U.S. Open? How do you prep for British Open? Right. Those are the events that that carry the most importance, the prestige. It's, you know, it's uh, your legacy in the game by winning those events. And we're st- I think the players are still figuring out how to go about doing that with the PGA at this part of the year. Yeah. And here's where I look at it. I look at it. It lends to guys playing a maybe a little bit earlier in the year in terms of getting you because because the PGA is. It gave the opportunity for the PGA to to host some sites in the south because of too the weather, as they couldn't do it in August when yeah. it's just too you damn couldn't hot. Go to to Florida, be honest. You can't come to Texas in August. I mean, so, so you're looking at Southern Hills in a couple of weeks. It maybe maybe lends to some of these guys that want to play a couple of events uh, in the south to get used to the grass, right? Mm-hmm. Get right. used to the climate, things of that nature, as opposed to when it goes into in August, they're getting used to playing that. You know the 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 bent grass and the heat and the, things like that and the, the blue grass is worn out. out there thinking that's a crazy point. What do you mean get used to the grass? But oh, it's a big deal. It, it's, it's a big deal. It's a very it's big, a big deal. Big right? deal. You, you go up north and play on bent grass and bluegrass, bent grass greens and fairways and bluegrass rough. It's a very different dynamic than playing in the south, playing on Bermuda grass greens and Bermuda rough. The ball reacts differently, and you got to figure it out. And well, it's not even the ball. I mean, you can you can attest to this more than I can. Hurst is like, you know, you change your wedges by bounces, and you change your irons <laughs> yeah. in terms of turf. I mean, there's a lot, a lot of differences between going from playing up north and yep. playing in the south and things of that nature. And I think it's a good move. 
Uh, in the business sense of the PGA, I think it's a great move. You, you you bring it to the PGA. You open up some golf courses in the South, but it also you're not going against the the, the animal in in mm-hmm. sports business of the NFL getting later in the fall. They're right. they're cutting their season with with the FedEx Cup championships. Mm-hmm. Before football even mm-hmm. starts, right? There's so, a lot of crossover fans for sure. The NFL and golf, certainly. and they know who they would pick. I mean, this, they're, they're, but, yeah, they're, but but golf yeah. is going to lose some when football ramps sure up. Sure they are. It's just, it's sure just they are. reality. Yeah, exactly. Great move. Great move by the PGA Tour. Great move by the PGA. So most people don't really realize the the, the PGA Tour doesn't own the PGA Championship. The no, PGA of right. America does. Yep. PGA of America owns the Ryder Cup. So so you're looking at that. Um, you're looking at that dynamic, dynamic, and I think it's great. Like I said, people don't really realize. Oh, why do you have it in the South? It's like a lot of things changes, man. It opens up a lot of opportunities, mm-hmm. and you'll see some of the tour guys, like I said, that that will play more ramping up to the PGA and play less potentially in the fall ramping up to the PGA. So, you know, it's a little bit of a change, but I think yep. it's a good change. Yeah. Uh, so, Ron, that puts him. His win puts him sixth in the FedEx Cup standings. Uh, he had a one-shot lead, um, two-shot lead going into the final round, and then he never trailed. He never relinquished that lead. He had a one-shot lead after his lone bogey of the round on the par 4 10th. Uh, Wu hold a 25-foot birdie putt on the 16th to join him at 16-under. Kitayama playing in the final round with Rom got up and down from the right on the par, fifth, uh, par 5 12th hole to tie uh, Finau went birdie, eagle birdie to get in the mix, capped off his 63 with the birdie to make it a four-way tie. But Rom, like he does, didn't get frazzled or anything. He stayed patient, played played his game. Early in the round, he looks like he got a little bit frustrated, but it just he just never really looked like he was going to lose the golf tournament. No. I mean, it, it didn't. It didn't, really didn't. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, it was – and to me, that, that when you got a four-way tie at any point of the final round, that's that's one of the more exciting things you can yeah. have, you know, the prospect of a, of a potential playoff going into it. Lots um, of potential outcomes. For sure. And, you know, I would have I been happy with any of these guys winning. Would have liked to have seen Tony, you know, for sure. I'm waiting on him. Um, keep waiting. Keep waiting. I know. <laughs> keep waiting. This, this week, maybe this week. Tony doesn't know. Tony, Tony doesn't win. Know. No, no. It's just it, you know it's weird. And and we talked about this last or two weeks ago. It's lending to the Mexican Championship. Is that there was going to be a lot of guys that you probably never heard of that has an opportunity to win for for the general public. A public we know who they mm-hmm. are. But in that you know, with the exception of John Rom, I mean the. Eight, eight guys in the top 12, you're like, okay, the rookies or things yeah. of that nature, which is great for the PGA Tour. This is great for this type of tournament. It's just they're getting some starts, rookies, you know, guys who who you really have ne- never heard of that has an opportunity to win the golf tournament. It's great. Right. It lends to – this is why you have these some of these inaugural tournaments. Sure. Um, Cam Champ was in the mix um, in the final round. He was just two shots behind. However – a very Tim-like triple bogey on the par 4 eighth took him out. He never recovered, shot a 70, finished, of course, three shots back. What do you mean triple bogey? Triple bogey. Who, what, Tim? Me. Oh, That's what Tim might make. That's what I might make. It's a very on, Tim-like on triple bogey. Holes. Is par 20 on that hole? All right, now you're just going too far. I'm pretty sure I could make a seven on a par four. A couple times, maybe. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> That's going to be a two-man booth next week. Uh, He's firing both of us? I guess. I guess. 
That might be a single oh, man booth. Oh, he's just gonna leave. <laughs> yeah, might just leave be a single us? man booth. I see where I see where is I see where he gets hurt. I see where he's hurting. Um, so 14 victories worldwide. He had gone 17 starts without winning, matching the longest such stretch of his career. So, what's he have? Seven years on the tour now. Seven, six, seven years, six. and he's got at least one win in every year that he's been on tour. I mean, that's he's got one of the all-time highest win percentages on tour right now at about 10 percent. Yeah, uh, I forget who else was also right near 10 percent, but obviously we know who leads that that. That category. DJ's, that's D, I think DJ's next. He's he, with the exception of last year, the COVID year, uh, he won twelve years in a row. I think we talked well, about I was talking you know, about percentage of wins to starts. Yeah, Rom's won about ten percent of his starts on tour. The record of that's Tiger, um, and I forget exactly what it was, but he was like eighteen or twenty-two yeah, percent or like something. Twenty-two, I think. It's that like, just like, goes to show, like that's a joke. <laughs> that's a joke. Right, he's double the next best guy. Yeah. I think Tiger what won like forty seven tournaments in a row or some bulls. No, no, it was it's something Lord. spooky. Like, like, and you're looking at the Tiger when he won all those tournaments in a row and winning percent seven. It was when golf was like the players were really really good. Sure, like, yeah. I mean, I'm not saying they're not good now, but you're looking at some that little stretch of six, seven, eight years. There's probably thirty percent of those guys that are playing are Hall of Famers. Right, mm-hmm. right, right. So. Yeah. As, I, as much as I don't really want to talk about Phil, I mean, Phil got the backlash of Tiger being Tiger. I mean, with the exception, if Tiger was out of the picture, would you look at Phil as maybe one of the best players ever? Well, he would have won a lot more. Yeah, I mean, for, I so, yeah. how many times did he finish second, the Tiger? I mean, not many. Yeah, but I, I mean, so to, to say that he would have won a lot more, would it would have said that, hey, no, Tiger, but I think Tiger, it goes, he'd have been the a dominant, he would have been the tom, dominant I, player in that era. I think yeah. it goes beyond that, though. A lot of tournaments, maybe that he he, he wasn't in, was because of Tiger. I think Tiger intimidated. Yeah, him. I, 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 agree. Still no, I don't agree with that. I don't one think bit. it's intimidation. I just down. think I think it's He's in his head. It's been his, in his head his whole career. Oh, that's our field talk. They've been playing together. That's all we talk about. There's that there's that that video from I don't know 15, 20 years ago when they when they're on the first tee paired together and he's like well all, yeah, yeah all of tigers yeah, wins yeah, yeah. the chimulus chimulat and feels like all right, like, yeah, all right, we get it, right? that's hilarious yeah. <laughs> it's you know we what get it it's already. Very he's, he's good yeah. i think phil's <laughs> jealous yeah phil's benefited very nicely from yeah. from the popularity that tiger brought to the game and everyone has yeah and, and yet and, look- and you know phil was a part of it also phil's got a big following I, i'm not particularly a fan and never have been but no, I, I recognize that hey a lot of people really like him and um you know he he was a he, he was a good sidekick for tiger leading the charge bringing popularity to the game and, yeah. and so he, tiger was batman and phil was robin yeah it's I mean, not so much different than jack and arnold right you know, phil I mean, certainly as a personality um helped you know Raise interest in the game, right? Tiger's not sure. solo in it. Tiger's yeah, I mean, Jack, certainly the driving force, but you know, Jack wasn't really liked when he came on tour because everyone loved loved Arnold, right? Sure. I mean, so he was, uh, you know, for a long time, Jack was a little bit of that heel to Arnold, Arnold's popularity, mm-hmm. but Arnold's popularity kind of transcended to Phil. Everybody loved Phil, and everybody thought Tiger was an asshole. Yeah. It was actually the opposite behind closed doors, man. <laughs> right. Phil yeah. was so fake. Phil was hard to like. Yeah, and Phil was so <laughs> fake. And then when you realize, like, Tiger was really human, and you, you got to it, – it was it's just a weird – it's a weird, weird, weird dynamic. Tiger was a little more guarded. Yeah. Um, and obviously the interest, he probably had to be. Yeah. So, yeah. What are y'all's thoughts on Cam – on Cam – on Champ on that, that triple bogey – I haven't seen him really play too terribly well the last few weeks. Uh, I mean, as far as 
from a winning standpoint. Yeah, Cam, he hasn't you know, played well. Been, he's had he's some injuries, in right? He's Cam, been in it. But... Cam's a guy that's streaky. Um, I think his fundamentals kind of come and go. He's he's obviously a kind of a pure power player. Yeah. Um, I thought it was an awful golf course for him. I didn't even think it would be remotely close because you got to realize down in Puerto Vallarta, it's on the water, but the ele- there's elevation, right? So, I mean, right. the golf course plays super short. I mean, it's like – it's firm. Fact. I thought it was just a – I didn't really think it was a great golf form. That's why he didn't have him – I didn't have him on my board. But, you know, he's, he's a guy who has won, who at times he's so far off the pace, it's like, really? How, how does this happen? Yeah. For as talented as he is, is for as big of an advantage as he has and how far he hits it. And he's got – Speech or famine, he's, right? He's got borderline long drive – speed oh for sure um if, if he were to, to, to dedicate himself to that and i don't necessarily know why you would when you can go play in the pga tour and make the money they make but he could compete in in, in that other discipline and it, when he gets the other parts of his game dialed in uh, he's got a chance but it's not something that that um seems right now that he's able to 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 get to that a level game real consistently he wins or misses goes. cuts i yeah. mean there's, it doesn't he's seem in, like there's a right. middle ground for yep. him which I mean, he's a, you know, he's a young guy. What is he? 25 yeah. years old. And he's still out there learning and figuring out he's got a ton of potential. And, um, you know, if he can get in contention more, he, he might be able to lean on the things that allowed him to get there and get there more frequently. Yeah. Yeah. I was just curious. I, I like, I like Cam a lot. I just, I'd like to see him get back in the, back on the, the winning podium. Yeah. He's a Texas We're going to have kid. podiums in golf. Right. Down in up. San Antonio. So. No, he's a California kid. He grew up in, no, he went to A&M, but he, he grew up in, he grew up in California. He grew up in.